This episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bold and Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Chelsea. Hey, B&B fans, hey! Hi, guys, we're finally back. Can you believe it? Hi! (laughs) (laughs) We Uh. have been gone for a while, and we do apologize, but things just have been crazy lately. Hey, and no worries. I'm constantly looking. We're still recording. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what, guys? I actually pressed record this time. Woo! We're already <laughs> two steps ahead. <laughs> and honestly, we had like this great, really long intro that we had <sighs> all these things to tell you. And and now I can't, I can't remember what they were. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so... We remember some of it. But obviously the same emotion isn't going to be there because it's like this actually happened like a month ago. But Right, exactly. Okay, so what happened in the world of Chelsea? So last we checked, Chelsea was working the real estate job. She was working the bar job. I quit the real estate job. What? I know. I know y'all are saying that because last y'all heard she loved it. And it's not that. Okay, so that's what makes it so hard. I loved the people. Like, literally, I drove away and I was like crying. Like, I felt like I said goodbye to my grandparents. Like, it was. But at the end of the day, the amount of hours I was doing, the money and distance and everything, it just. And I'm sorry, I'm just not passionate about real estate. (laughs) So that's understandable. Yeah. And so, you know, guys, the first 90 days, that's for them to decide and for you to decide if you really want to be doing this job. And I did not. So we said our farewells, yada, yada. Chelsea. I bet they were sad, huh? They were. I know they were. They were, and I mean, I know, like, I don't know. I feel like I made a lifelong, lifelong connection, and like, you know what I mean? Like, they're good people. It was not bad terms, but it's just not for me. And they fully understood. They were like, "Yeah, like you are above this job." They knew it. Like, literally one day for six hours, I shredded paper, guys. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and it's what like I like I need to be busy. I need to be busy and I wasn't busy. And so then I'm just sitting there wanting to be home because I'm tired because I closed the night before at the bar. You know what I mean? So it was just not going to work out. So whatever. Chelsea's on a job journey right now. She's been consistent at the bar, working either five or four days a week. I don't like it. Some things have changed. They have not loving it. No, they decided to start tip pooling. And if you've ever been in the service industry or if you know anything about math, to average something, 
the low comes up and the high comes down. And what do you think side of that I'm on? I'm on the high come down side because your girl, your girl pull money. Your girl pull money. But when your girl has to then turn around and put that money into a pool and split it between four other people who aren't even bringing in a quarter of the amount she is. Let's just say I've lost hundreds of dollars. Yeah, it's hard. That's so hard. When I worked at the casino, we did that. We had to pull our tips and it was it's difficult. It should be against the law. This is not right. <laughs> Especially when you make a bunch. This is not right. It. Right. It's not right. Like, I'm sorry. And I I love all y'all and whatever your views are, your views. But I am not a communist. I am a capulet. A capulet. <laughs> I'm a capulet. <laughs> I'm a capitalist. Oh, you know what? <laughs> we probably should have gave a little... Um, caveat to this episode that we're both drinking yes so there you go sorry about that (laughs) and I have been for the last I don't know how many days weeks whatever and that'll get into the next story but anyways I'm a yes so anyways for the next story I cannot wait yes your girl is a capitalist she earns the money she thinks she should take it home so we're upset so Okay, you see where my mind is right now. I'm losing hundreds of dollars. I'm upset. I'm drinking. Oh, God. So one night, Chelsea thinks it's a good idea to run down the damn street. This street is asphalt. This street is on an incline. Chelsea proceeds to fall and bust her face. Oh, it's <laughs> bad. It, guys, it was bad. Yeah. It's- Very bad. We, oh my gosh. When she sent me pictures, I was freaking out. I was like, girl, go to urgent care. Yeah. <laughs> what are like you it, doing? it was so bad. It was like arms for like my impact spot. Thank goodness was my forehead. So I didn't lose any teeth. I did lose a Fitbit when God. I slammed on the ground my Fitbit was on my wrist. I slammed so hard on the ground, it shattered the screen and ripped it off of my wrist. Thank God she had that on, guys, because she would have totally broken her wrist. Yeah. Yeah. And so, anyways, I had a giant Quasimodo lump on my forehead. <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> and the fluid moved down my face and gave me two extremely large black eyes. Yes. It looks <laughs> like she has been in a fight. For sure. A fight, a car accident, we're not sure. But yeah. no broken bones. Um, everything's healing nicely. And yeah, so right now I can't go on job interviews because I I look I I look violent. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's been in a fight with Mike Tyson or something. Yeah, but I have had fun the last weekend, like making people feel bad and whatever. Um The best was I was serving a table like all night, all night, whatever. And the chick is like, I just have to ask you. I just have to ask you. I'm like, yeah, what? She's like, what happened to your face? So, of course, I, of course, I grab my cheeks, right? I grab my cheeks and I go, what do you mean? And she's like, she's like, no, your eyes. And I go, my birthmark? Oh, my gosh. If I could see a soul leave a body, her soul left her body. She was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, I'm fucking with you. Like, I fell. Like, it's fine. Like, nothing. Whatever. 
told some guy got hit by a random or hit by a runaway taco truck. <laughs> um, I had one table that modified everything. I'm telling you, modified every damn thing, right? And so they were like, we just have to ask you, like, what happened? And I go, oh, the chefs hate modifications. So pray for me right now, okay? And I turned around and walked away. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, okay. Let's be real. All right. If you went Let's in, be real. Wait, if you went into a restaurant, okay? Mm-hmm. You and you and Panda go into a restaurant and uh-huh. the girl looks all beat up, you know you're gonna think. Like, oh, no, I hope this girl's okay. Like, you're going to think she's getting beat the crap up. Okay. You know, like, she's getting the crap beat out of her is what I mean. Oh, yeah. An old man, like, somewhere around 65 turned to me and he's like, oh, what happened to your face? I'm like, it's not even interesting. Like, literally, I took off running down the street and fell. And he goes, oh, well, that's better than saying you ran into a door. I was right? like, oh, my goodness. Right? That's what I, yeah. That, that's what I'm sure people were thinking. Oh, for sure. One guy asked me if I, what he was like, hey, are you like a boxer? Because I have wide shoulders and I walk with confidence at work. He was like, are you a boxer? And I was like, no. I would have been like, yep, sure am. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, yes. I kick ass. I take names. Watcha. Right. Like, yeah, no, it, ugh, I don't know. If I saw a server with my wounds, <laughs> I would assume something happened, but I wouldn't ask about it. I would still, and I would probably tip extra. <laughs> like I would just be like, damn bitch, you came into work looking like this. Here you go. Like, here's an extra five on it. Like, good on you. Pay for your medical bills. <laughs> right? This girl needs the money. If she came in looking like this. Exactly. Like, what else could you think, right? Yeah. I'm Ugh. surprised no one said slipped you like a card or something. It was like if you abuse need help, hotline. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Help, okay. Help. So this leads into another story, which this timing is just amazing. Okay. So I had a work meeting, and I'm like, I hate work. I don't want to go in there. I hate these people. Right. So Panda's like, okay, my meeting's at one o'clock. I go to my meeting, whatever. I end up staying. I have a couple drinks. I end up chilling with someone that I don't hate from work. We go to dinner, whatever, have some more drinks. I text Panda. I'm like, I'm going to be heading home soon. He's like, cool, whatever. I'm walking through the parking lot. One of the servers from my bar's there. She's like, it's so dead. So we're like, oh, let's go throw some money at Salma, whatever. We go back in the bar. We start drinking, right? Why does my manager come downstairs? Like, Uh you have a phone call. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, he says he's your boyfriend and that, like, you're not answering your phone. And I'm like, shut up. Right? Like, and if y'all don't know, but now you know, like, me and Panda, like, no, we don't do that. We are not that couple. Like, we just do what we do. If I see y'all, I'll tell you. If you don't, figure it out. You know what I mean? Kind of situation. Like, we don't check. not worried. Because y'all, well, yeah. y'all aren't the type of couple no. that does that. He got worried. No, never in the six years that we've been together has he ever, ever checked up on me, right? And, of course, he's like, well, you're not with your normal friends. You're with strangers. And your meeting was at 1 o'clock. It's 1030 at night. Like, you know, I can't be that mad. But I was kind of embarrassed. So, anyways, that <laughs> happens. Then two weeks later, I roll into work with two black eyes. <laughs> oh, no. 
yet. So I'm pretty sure they assume I'm getting my ass whooped. <laughs> like, pretty sure. They're like, oh, this guy is so controlling. He literally called here looking for her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. They don't. Yeah, it's so bad. I told and he's never been to the job. So I told him, I was like, you should come with me and you should like hold my arm all super tight and we should sit on the same side of the table and like I'll get up to go to the bathroom and you should wait outside the bathroom for me. Like, just like just go 120 with this. Like if it's obviously it's not happening. I'm not getting I and I'm sorry not to make a joke about violence. Yada, yada. I'm sorry. Sorry. But at the same time, I'm. it would be kind of funny. It would. I, I totally, totally get where you're coming from because I did that. I did that one time. I went and met a friend and it was supposed to be just for like an hour. And then um, I didn't come home until really late. Like it, it was like three o'clock in the day and I didn't get home until like almost midnight. And oh my God, Joe was worried sick. He was so mad when I got home. He was like, oh my God, I thought you're in a ditch somewhere. I thought you got kidnapped. I thought, he was like, I didn't know what to think. He was like, and then I couldn't get in touch with you. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I yeah, felt and, bad. and anyone who knows me, I'm bad with my phone. Okay. So, like, when I go into work, I put an away message. And sometimes when I get off shift, I don't turn it off. And I may have the next day off of work and it may just stay on. And, like, and my volume will be off and I'll never turn it back up. <laughs> I've literally left the house and left my phone. Like, oh, I've gone too far, whatever. I don't have a phone today. Like, I am that girl. Like, I have to do a checklist. When I leave for work, I have to be like, phone, keys, water bottle puffy okay pouch all right we got it we can go and i'm still somehow will forget something like i'm just bad so you know my phone was on silent because i was in the work meeting (laughs) (laughs) right yeah like you know nine hours later it was still on silent and that's totally a normal chelsea thing to do (laughs) yeah that that is why we're friends because I would do I I do that all the time. I'll put my phone on silent for like dance class and then forget that I did that and my and everyone's like my sister especially will be like, Oh my god, I've been trying to get in touch with you for like ever and uh, oh my bad, the phone was on silent. Well you were from that era, you know, like if the phone was ringing and we happened to be running through the kitchen, cool, I'll catch it. And, you know, call waiting was a new thing when we were in high school. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, the attachment to the cell phone, I get it. But at the same time, I don't sometimes like most of the time I'm bringing my phone with me for two reasons. And it's not neither one of them is to get in contact with anyone. It's literally to take pictures and use the GPS so I know where I'm going. That is what I use my phone for. Or and third reason to listen to like music or a podcast while I'm driving. Those are the three reasons. That's usually when I realize I don't have my phone is when I go to turn on the radio. (laughs) Dang it. I forgot my phone. I can't listen to a podcast now. Yeah. Like otherwise I don't, I don't even have games on my phone. I am not that girl. I think my last like social media post was a hot minute ago. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I'm bad. I'm bad. But it was just the lining up of it all to like him never call and finally call. And then two weeks later, I show up all beaten. But I did it myself. That is hilarious. Yeah. But I did it to myself. 
I'll send you that. I'll send you. I made a reel. You know how people make reels and they do the voiceover stuff? Yeah. So I have one on my Instagram and it's a chick going, I did it myself. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Like, <laughs> I know. We should post a photo of your forehead. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a transition from day one and now I'm on like day 11 or something and it's, I'm beautiful. My friend got oh, me yeah. this ointment. I've been doing vitamin C and retinol treatments. I'm going to be even more beautiful than before. <laughs> right. Well, but yeah. My life is not as exciting. But I did have one thing that was exciting happen. My sister live streamed the BTS concert in Las Vegas the last night. If you don't know, that's the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) No. No. If you don't know, it's a K-pop band. Oh, this whole time I thought you were talking about Backstreet Boys. My bad. (laughs) No, it's K-pop. Oh, I'm less um, excited and very confused. (laughs) <laughs> and you like cannot get tickets because my sister literally would go to Vegas that like my sister and my uh, niece are so into BTS or oh, they're into K-pop. Oh, here. listen to my dyslexic self. You're saying BTS. I'm like Backstreet Boys. You're saying BTS <laughs> and I'm still like Backstreet Boys. I know. I was wondering how you what I was like, what? I heard a B, I heard an S, and I'm like, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> it was cool, though. Wow. Because you cannot get a ticket. Like, to, to the concert is, like, impossible. If any of you guys have a hookup on that, let me know. But, yeah, it was really cool. We had, like, a whole girls' night, and it was really fun. Did you, well, oh, Korean, Korean. I was about to say something insensitive. Glad I caught myself. Oh. I was going to ask if you drank a specific drink, and then I realized that is a different nationality of the Asian persuasion. (laughs) Yeah, it's a different Asian persuasion, and that would have been insulting. I'm trying to be a better person. Okay. Oh, actually, I forgot, because I haven't talked to you guys in so long. I went to two. Two. Concerts, okay? Count them. This girl is living her life. I'm over here injured and poor and being taken advantage of left, right, and center. And she's over here concerning her life off. <laughs> right? So one of them, we actually went to the movie theater. So we bought our ticket for the concert. The and we went to the movie theater. Yes. The theater. That and was they, really fun. And they wore monocles and top hats. It was amazing. <laughs> right? <laughs> I had my BTS shirt on and then that way it's more like you're at the concert because you're in a packed theater, right? Theater with all these people, all these other fans. It was really fun. So I've I've so I've seen three BTS concerts now. <laughs> but they're I've, all, you know, live streamed. I've kind of done that, but it was um Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. So like Around Halloween time, they'll at theaters, they'll show Rocky Horror Picture Show and you go all like dressed up. Right. It's a vibe and it's fun. I recommend. Yeah, they even do that here in Mississippi, believe it or not. Mississippi. Yeah. Okay, guys. I think there's not that much that we really can get into news wise because you already know what's going on, right? Everybody already knows. Yeah. 
we're like super behind. We're sorry, guys. <laughs> so we're going to do this in our super behind style. You know, yeah, you love it's it. Yeah, go quick. Yeah, we're going to highlight, highlight, highlight. Mm -hmm. And most recent week, we're going to go detail for you. But obviously, the main stuff, we're going to hit it hard. We're going to trust and believe we're going to give you a play-by-play of the pow, pow, boom, boom. Even though this is Thursday, we're still going to get, like, we're going to do Friday, probably Monday. And then you'll have the whole week and we'll be completely hot up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like there was a lot of conversation. You guys know you were there. You remember. There's just like a lot of conversation that we don't really feel like we need to talk about over and over again. So we're just going to and then and then we're caught up. Yeah, because like the whole point and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the whole point of why people even listen is not necessarily the recap is more to hear what we think about it. Yeah. It's to check yourself. I know you're like, wait, am I being a raging beep? Let me listen to Amanda and Chelsea. Oh, no. They think things 20 times worse than me. I'm still a good person. I know what you're doing. And it's fine. Do it. I'm evil. (laughs) All right, people. We're going to do this. So basically what we're going to do right now is Monday, March 21st, all the way to, sorry, Friday, April 15th. So, yeah, we're just going to do all that right now for y'all. And then we will do the other week super precise for you. Right. And then we'll be caught up to where you guys are. Yeah. And hopefully nothing super crazy happens in our lives and we can just stay caught up now. (laughs) (laughs) yeah let we all hope that but it just never works out that way does it no all right so enough with the chit chat on to this super quick highlighty recap (laughs) week one monday march 21st through friday March 25th. All right, guys, here we go. Deacon visits Brooke and she tells him like it is. She says, I made a mistake and I want Ridge back. Hope and Liam, which I thought was really funny. Hope and Liam tell her it's really not a good idea to have Deacon here if you want Ridge back. And that's the same thing I've been thinking. Okay, then... Very surprisingly, Finn. Uh oh, puppy alert. <laughs> it's it's all right. They were moving locations. One got too close to the other. We're good. Uh oh. I'm sorry. I'm watching my friend's little dog, my little dog, this little dog. You know, they're both needy and little, and yeah, okay. So they're jealous, basically. Basic. Finn makes a visit. Uh, I was shocked by this. He he goes and visits Sheila at her hotel, and he straight tells her, I'm checking up on you to see if you're, you know, towing the line. Oh, yeah. And he kind of gives her hope because he says, if you can prove that you you are on the straight and narrow, I might can change Steffi's mind. Yeah. 
It's, uh, uh, yeah. You shouldn't give her an inch, right? Yeah. Finn messed up because he said the word mother. So then anything he was saying before or after that word just gone. Right. Right. That's all she hears. True. Now, if you remember where we left off, Steffi overhears Thomas talking to someone on the phone, but she doesn't know who it is. And she confronts him and he won't tell her. So Uh she follows him and she sees who he's meeting and guess who it is? You all know he's meeting Sheila in the alley. Well, that's suspicious. Yeah. Like Steffi's hiding behind like a box of fish and she's like creeping. She couldn't really hear anything they were saying, but she could see like body language and vibe wise. And just the fact that Thomas is meeting with Sheila in an alley, like this is weird. So her spidey senses are like, woo, wild. And then, okay, guys, I'm not sure. And I'm so sorry. My notes are random. I did love a dress, but I didn't (laughs) like a jacket and I did not like a belt. You remember what that was? Because I don't. But no, I liked I liked um, the dress. I wonder if you're talking about Steffi. I think I was. Steffi had on a jacket with a belt. That could have been it. But just know, I liked the dress, not the jacket or the belt. Whatever that was. <laughs> well, the whole time, you're right. Steffi can't really hear anything. And it's Sheila telling Thomas. He can't say anything like she's trying to convince him. He has to be quiet and not tell anybody. Yeah. And um, Eric gets flirted with by a model and he's all. "Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. Eric goes to check on Ridge to see how he's doing with the whole love triangle he's in right now. And yeah. And he just tells Ridge that um, he loves Taylor, but Brooke is the one for him. Everyone knows it. Why don't he? Then, let's see. I just wanted to say a little thing. They mentioned Stephanie again. Because Brooke tells Hope that Stephanie would really be um, disappointed in her. And I was like, why? They keep bringing up Stephanie a lot. Yeah, there was. There's got to be some reason, right? Well, also remember, guys, this week was when the whole um, whatever... 35 year anniversary thing was going on. True. So we have a whole montage of Stephanie being mean to Brooke. Like Brooke is being haunted right now by memories of Stephanie, like being mean to her. True. So that was this time frame. That's the week we're in is the whole like, like, you know, 35 year anniversary. So we're going to see a few old faces. (laughs) True. And Steffi goes home. And she tells Finn what she saw. And he is suspicious, but he's also kind of playing like devil's advocate because he's like, well, maybe Thomas is just warning Sheila to stay away from us or something. And I'm like, "Mm, nice try, Finn, but no. No. Then um, Brooke begs Ridge to take her back. And Uh, it was weird because she, like, begs him to take her back. He hugs her. He says he loves her. But he doesn't stay. He leaves. Yeah, this whole thing, like, she was trying real, real hard. She was begging real, real hard. But I'm just going to go back to everything that I've said before, which is every reason Brooke has to be with Ridge, Taylor could say the same things. That's true. 
So, you know, like his vows to you, really, because he married Taylor and he said those vows to her. And most the way Brooke was talking, which also was like throwing me off. It was very I want I want I, 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 I. And I'm like, oh, Brooke, you sounded a little selfish. Uh And then at the end of this week. It was a shorter week, or was it? No, it was the whole week. But at the end of this week, we have the anniversary episode. And it had Thorn, Nick, Bill, Ridge, Eric. and Eric. Yeah, so... Okay. So... <laughs> Brooke is being haunted in her house. She, like, falls asleep looking at this dead flower. And... Eric comes in and at first they they got me I'm not gonna lie with Eric they got me and I was just like this is a really weird awkward conversation like what is going on and then Thorn appears and I'm like okay this has to be a dream like what the hell is going on right now so then it goes to Thorn then it goes to Nick, which I was happy to see the Nick stuff because I never saw those years. I never saw the Thorn years either. So that was good. I didn't really want to see the Eric years. I just want to put that out of my mind. <laughs> Why? Because it's gross. I'm sorry. It's gross. You're sitting there being sad about Ridge dreaming about his dad and his brothers. Like this whole thing is gross. Okay. Anyway. And then Bill comes. That made me sad. Oh, my God. When Bill came down the stairs, I was like, oh, my God. He looks so good. Because we just had Nick that was all in white. And then Bill walks down the stairs all in black. I was like, yes. Hello. Yeah. So then she, (laughs) she like, then at, like, the end of her dream sequence, she lines them all up. So they're all in a line. And they're like, we're here for you, Brooke. You're never alone. We're all related, but that's fine. Like, anyways, and then she's like, and they're all, but we know who you really love. We know who you really love. And then the ridge appears, and then they're dancing. La, la, la. It was just, I'm sorry. Like, I cannot get it out of my mind that over three-fourths of those people are related. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I don't want to be mean, or get technical, but um, Ridge is actually not related to Eric, but he is related to Nick. Mm. <laughs> I bet you didn't know that, did you? Mm. Nick is Ridge's half-brother. They have the same dad. Something with an M, yeah? Massimo, yeah. Massimo, yes. And not the one, not the one that's married to Aunt Becky from Full House who went to jail for getting his kids into, like, (laughs) fancy schools when they're dumb as a rock. Like, not that Massimo. Yeah, not that Massimo. Right, exactly. It's, yeah, so that happened. And the whole point of it was every one of those guys, even Bill, said to Brooke, we all know why we can't be with you because there's only you only want one one of us right and it's ridge and she's like yeah you're right even though every time i have him i like run off with someone else or cheat or whatever it's fine i still should be with this person 
It's an accident, Chelsea. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's so weird because I'm going to be 39 next month and I've never accidentally cheated with anyone. It's so weird. <laughs> what? You never slipped and fell on someone's lips? No. I <laughs> slip and fall on asphalt. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. All right, guys, that's how that week ends. That's it. Oh. That's it for that week. Yeah, the only thing, one small thing, sexy sexy time with Finn and Steffi. Oh, yeah. There was sexy time. So at least, you know, they got that in. Yeah, so finally Steffi and, and Finn had some sexy time, which has been interrupted or distracted by shots, thoughts of Sheila and shots put into my body and make me not talk. Um, shots. No. <laughs> Thoughts. <laughs> Dang it. Thoughts of Sheila making Steffi's lady boner disappear. So that's good. We're glad they got it in. Oh, yeah. You're going to laugh because of what I wrote for the next week. Okay, so let's move on. Go to uh, week two. Monday, March 28th through Friday, April 1st. All right, guys. Here's what I wrote. Steffi and Finn wake up in bed. And just to torture us, we see this beautiful morning together. They're so in love, and uh, it's so great. Thanks. Yeah, I was like, Steph is sex hungover. (laughs) And you're right. She couldn't get Sheila out of her head. Mm, Yeah. And Thomas, he's also still being haunted, which, okay, like, mm, like, Thomas, just, just. Just cleanse your soul, my friend. Just cleanse your soul. Thank you. And then Eric pays Brooke a visit. Like for real this time, not in a dream, like for real. She's awake. (laughs) And it was funny because she even says, I had the weirdest dream. And I'm like, okay, she's awake now. (laughs) Uh, He just basically tells her she needs to hang in there and -hmm. not give up because Mm -hmm. he is positive Bridge is going to come home. Yeah. And Brooke has this thing in her head now that outside forces are trying to keep her apart. (laughs) I have a feeling that tonight's going to be a Brooke premonition night. Right? I got a feeling. (laughs) For real. Every time. Every time she would say, I just have a feeling. Like that song would come into my head. I'd be like, Brooke has a feeling. <laughs> right? That's hilarious. Yeah. So, okay. anyways, Steffi tells Finn, like, she's like, I'm tripping. Something ain't right. Finn tells her to chill out. And then they have, like, a whole montage of their relationship, which was lovely to see. Right. Anyways, to torture us, like I to said. To torture us. For more of course. torture. But then- really. We should have seen it as like, you guys, okay, rule number, I don't know at this point, but rule number blank is whenever anyone starts talking about someone that isn't in the scene with them in a super nice way, something bad is about to happen. Right. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) It's like, it's the curse. But Steffi hops up out of bed because Finn's like, I got to go to work, yada, yada. She's like, yeah, okay, cool. No, she hops up out of bed and she takes off to go confront Sheila. Oh, yeah. She can't take it. 
She goes to see Sheila, and this was so. It it's not. It was scary and funny because Sheila actually touched Steffi's hair, and Steffi's like, "Don't you touch me!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, she touched her." Oh yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Sheila tells her like, "I love you," and Steffi's like, "Oh hell no." Yeah, she's like, "That's why I'm scared." Okay, that is why I'm scared. And you know what? Steffi demands to know why Sheila was talking to Thomas, and she somehow skirts around it. And she makes up a story about how she was hoping Thomas would help her get in in good with Steffi. And Steffi's like, he's not going to help you. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, he, he is helping her, actually. So... You're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. She skirted around that real good. But there was a couple moments. Some certain things she was saying was making Steph's like spidey senses start to tingle because uh-huh. she was like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Because it that's the thing about Steffi. When Thomas is being sketchy, she doesn't always catch it if she is in the mindset of Thomas is being a good boy. If she has the mindset Thomas is being a good boy, she does not see when he's being psycho. Mm -hmm. If she's in the mindset like Thomas, something's off, she's like 120% there seeing every sign. If uh, someone else is being psychotic, she can pick up on it super quick, super quick. It's Thomas where she has the gray area. Obviously, it's her brother, whatever. But she can pick up on other people's crazy. So she's picking up on Sheila's crazy. Yeah, she is. Now, I'm going to go over this, okay? (laughs) I There was multiple scenes of this, but I'm only saying it once. Thomas, we're at Forrester, right? And Thomas continues to to try to get Ridge and Taylor together. He's like, don't you want to be with mom? And you know what? I was so happy because Taylor finally says, She walks in and she's like, look, we're adults. And if we decide to be together, we'll decide. And if not, we won't. She's like, y'all have to lay off. And I was like, yay, finally. Yeah. Finally, finally, Taylor does stand up. And of course, like Ridge is in the back, like creeping through the door, like listening to the whole thing. It was really weird. But finally, she did do the right thing by telling him, you need to calm down. Like, if we get back together, it's going to be us getting back together. Nothing you or your your sister is going to say is like, no, like, just back up. Meanwhile, Steffi can fly. Steffi can fly faster than a phone call because somehow she left Sheila's apartment. And before Sheila could call Thomas and tell him that she that Steffi had been there, Steffi flew back to Forrester and is like confronting Thomas again. (laughs) And you know what? One thing that Taylor said, I was like, why isn't he listening? Because Taylor said before she left, she said, you know that we would take Brooke's side over Sheila's any day, right? And I was like, really? Really? Because Thomas is not doing that. Okay, sorry. I just want to add that. So Steffi returns to Forrester just as Sheila's calling Thomas. And guess what? Threw a crack in the door. 
she hears everything. And I was laughing so hard, Chelsea, because who talks like that? He literally went through every single thing in detail over the phone. I'm I'm like, like, what are you doing? I was like, why did I watch the last two weeks? Because Thomas just told me everything. Oh, I was proud, though. Because did you notice, I don't know how many people noticed, Thomas shut the door all the way. And I was like, oh, wow, there's not going to be a crack in the door. He shut the door all the way. But another worker, I can't think of his name right now, opened the door and said, oh, I'm looking for Carter. And he was like, oh, he's not here. And he's the one who left a crack in the door. (laughs) oh yeah 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 yeah. i was like oh my god for once he remembered shut the door yeah but like steffi doesn't confront thomas about it she takes off and this is when she goes and tells finn what the hell is going on oh yeah she she goes straight to finn's office at the hospital yeah and she tells him everything that she just heard and finn is in disbelief he is and the way Finn was talking, I'm like, Finn, are you talking about Thomas right now? Or are you talking about yourself? Because keep in mind, he has not told Steffi that he went and saw Sheila to make sure that she was still being a good little girl. Right. And if you notice, when, when, okay, rewind. When Finn was talking to Sheila to check on her to make sure she was being a good girl, Sheila mm-hmm. used a particular word. She said, you will not hear about anything I'm doing to Brooke or (laughs) whatever. She said, you won't hear it. Not that I'm not doing it. You won't hear it. Right. So Finn, the way Finn was talking, I felt like he was talking more about himself than he was Thomas in this moment. And he gets a call like a patient needs him, whatever. He takes off. By the way. One little thing happened that infuriated me. Brooke runs in, or she don't run into him, but Brooke finds Ridge at Forrester and again begs him to come home. And I'm like, stop begging him. Stop, because he doesn't know. This is ridiculous. So then after that, we find out that Bridget is back in town because Brooke gets a call and Bridget's like, hey, mom, I'm back. The hospital needed help, blah, blah, blah. Hey, so, Bridge. Welcome, Bridge. Right? I love Bridget, by the way. Love her. Aww. So that is happening, right? While Steffi's at Finn's office. Steffi hits up Sheila and is like, we need to talk, like, right now. Dude. Where are you at? And Sheila just happened to be having a, you know, happy hour sippy at the Elder only Vino. Italian restaurant, the only Italian restaurant in town. Steffi heads to El Giardino. She meets up with Sheila. Sheila freaks out because when Steffi says, I know what you did, Sheila literally jumps up and runs off to the alley. And I'm and Steffi follows and I'm like, no, no, what are you doing? Yeah, no, Sheila has crazy eyes. Like, Steffi confronts her out in the alley, and instantly Sheila has crazy eyes, and Steffi kind of flinches a little bit, like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was not good. It was scary. Yeah, and 
I'm like, whoa, whoa, why are you following the crazy person to the alley? Not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Abort. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, meanwhile, Hope and Liam go to check on Brooke. Brooke lets them know that Bridget's in town. And I'm just going to say, Hope seemed relieved. Like, oh, my gosh, thank God. Someone else is here. (laughs) Take some of this burden off of me, Bridget. Thank you. (laughs) But Brooke, again, is with the, I have a feeling. Right. (laughs) And... Also, while all this is going on, right, they keep, this is for torture purposes, by the way, guys, don't think it's not, they keep flashing over to Forrester and and Taylor and Thomas and Ridge, and they're talking and uh, they're just, you know, hope, uh, not hope, not hope, Steffi's so amazing and she's so awesome, and then we're flipping back to the alley, right? Yeah, we're flipping back to the alley, and Steffi is going off on Sheila. She's saying, being loved by you is a curse. Like, da-da-da. Like, at one point, Steffi pushes um, Sheila a little bit, but then Sheila comes back at her, and she's like, oh, crap. And then at one point, Sheila, like, they're yelling at each other. Sheila slams Steffi against the dumpster. Yes. I was like, no, what are you doing? Yeah, so I at think- this point, Finn starts to get nervous because he comes back from his patient or whatever, and he's like, where's Steffi? Where's Steffi? And so he's getting nervous because he's like, oh, crap, oh, crap. Like, I think everything that Steffi was telling him started to sink in. Yeah, he was getting a little nervous because she wasn't answering his text uh, immediately like normal. And then he did see that she texted him where she is. She was going to Elder. No, he... He did like the the Apple trace my friend, track my friend thing to see where oh, she was. Oh, is that what it was? I thought yeah. she had texted him. Okay. No, he did that. He traced her phone. Well, let me tell you what. This is what made Sheila snap. Steffi says to her that she will never be in their lives, right? And mm-hmm. Sheila's like, stop saying that. And she pushes her, and she's holding her by the lapels of the jacket, the collar. Mm-hmm. And she's like, if only one of us can be in Finn's life, it'll be me. And I'm now I'm really getting scared. I'm like, Stephanie, yeah. why are you staying here? Why are you poking the bear? When she lets you go, run. That is not what she did. She kept poking her. Yeah, and then the curse is just getting more and more put into place because we just keep flashing back to Ridge and Thomas and Taylor, and they're just talking about how strong Steffi is and how in love her yeah. and Finn are. They're the Meanwhile, couple. It's torture. Yeah, torture. And Finn Meanwhile, jumped in his car. By the way, we yeah. forgot to mention, Finn jumped yeah. in the car, and he peeled out, right? And he's like, yeah. oh, my God, I can't believe her. And I just knew. I knew. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to get in a wreck. He is going yeah. to get in a car wreck. I yeah. was convinced that he was about to get in a car wreck. And that is not what happened, guys. <laughs> I was no. wrong. So they're in the alley. They're screaming. They're yelling. They're going back and forth. The whole time I'm yelling. I'm like, Steffi, just run. Me run. Too. I'm and like, then, no. Oh, my gosh. Sheila starts whisper threats. When, mm-hmm. when a psycho person starts talking to you in a whisper, like, girl, get out, get out, run. But no, Steffi just kept poking that bear. Oh, my gosh. She kept making it worse. She was like, 
Finn will never love you. He hates you. Just wait until I tell him he's going to hate you. I'm like, girl. Okay. Meanwhile, at Forrester, Taylor lets Ridge know that, like, you know, like, maybe Sheila has changed. Maybe Sheila has changed. He's like, what are you talking about? So Sheila, or Taylor, finally mentions about how Sheila's just been popping into her office. Mm -hmm. And, like, Ridge starts to get, like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, what are you even talking about? And Taylor's like, well, there's. friends with her? (laughs) Taylor's like, there's no benefit. Girl, how are you going to say there's no benefit? You are Finn's connection to that family. You are the benefit. You are the benefit. You being friends with Sheila makes Sheila think she can be a part of that family. What are you even talking about? Like, Ridge was getting mad. I was getting mad. I'm like, Taylor, you are delusional right now. Shut right? up. Shut the hell up. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, anyways, whew, we're back in the alley, right? So and it's very, very it, intense. It's intense, right? So Sheila slowly turns around and she reaches into her purse, and then she turns back around and she pulls out the gun. And Steffi's like, "Oh my God, no!" <laughs> Finn comes running in right as Sheila shoots the gun. Dives in front of the bullet. No! And then, and then, oh my God. He not only, okay, he dives in front, she shoots, they both scream, and he flies up and falls into a huge pile of garbage. I was like so offended by that, by the way. (laughs) Why would you kill him in a pile of garbage? So, of course, both people are freaking out. Like, Steffi and Sheila, both, they're freaking out. They're freaking out. Steffi pulls out her phone. She's leaning down on the ground. She's in the garbage. She's leaning over Finn. She's crying. She's like, please wake up. Please Please wake wake up. up. Steffi is begging Finn to wake up. Please wake up. Please wake up. He wakes up. And he's like oh. coughing and she and he's like, what happened? And she doesn't really have time to tell him, but she's like, I know it's OK. It's going to be OK. It's going to be OK. And he tells her, oh, my God, he knew he was dying because yeah. he looks at her and he goes, make sure Hayes has a good life. And he knows that I loved him and I love you so, so much more than anything. And then he loses consciousness and he dies. He stops breathing. And Steffi loses it. No! 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 Yeah. So she's losing it. She's crying. She's screaming at Sheila. She's like, call. We have to get him help. We have to get him help. And Sheila's just like, oh, oh, oh. Steffi dials the nine. And Sheila Mm -hmm. says, stop. And Steffi looks up at her. And she goes, we have to get him help. And she goes, stop. She dials the one. She's like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then you see Steffi reaching for the second one. Again, she shoots Steffi and she flies back into the garbage pile too. I was, were you stunned? I was so stunned. I was stunned by this. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was stunned. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, she didn't. Right. 
All right. Week three. Monday, April 4th through Friday, April 8th. Okay. So right before Sheila shot Steffi, she says, you're sick. You're sick. You're going to prison. So all of this happens. And this is what freaked me out the most. Sheila had in her purse gloves. Okay. So this woman had gloves and a gun in her purse, guys. Okay. Keep in mind. Ended to hurt Steffi. They, yeah. Keep in mind, they kind of started doing some weird stuff, like some dramatic stuff would happen like at the end of an episode and the start of the next episode would literally be like the same thing again. It was weird. It messed with me a couple times. But yes, I also noticed that instantly Sheila was like, "Okay, I need to clean up this scene. And she pulls out gloves. Yes. And then she's like, has all this planned. She pulls out gloves. She steals their jewelry. She takes her purse. She takes his wallet to make it look like a robbery. Yeah, like a robbery gone wrong. And as this is going on to torture us, Taylor and Ridge are at Forrester and they're talking about how great Steffi is and how awesome Finn is and how Steffi could run the company by herself. Best daughter in the whole world. (laughs) No. Oh, I gotta say, I do have to say, there was a a scene with Bill and Liam that made me mad because it was weird. It's more premonition, guys. It's more premonition. Because it's like, you're a great father. Bill was telling him you're a great father. And then they start talking about Steffi. And he, yeah. Bill says, Steffi brought out something in you that Hope doesn't. And I will have to, I, well, I do have to say, Liam does say, if you're going to sit here and bash Hope, I'm not going to hear it. And he's like, no, 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 no. No, it's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, I thought. That you were a good couple with Steffi. I'm like, why is Bill doing this? Yeah, no. And then Bill starts doing this whole thing like, I need to make things up to you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, bro. You uh, you slept with Steffi. You Thank dropped you. a building on him. Thank you. you. Like, there's a, you, there's- you literally made him a, a hit and run murderer. Yeah. Like, yeah, you had a lot of things to apologize about, Bill. But whatever. Yeah, that was a whole moment. I literally got triggered. Like, I got so triggered in this moment, in this conversation, because I started panicking. Like, no, not the triangle. No, no, I can't handle (laughs) Yeah, like, seriously triggered. so triggered. Triggered? I got triggled. Got tickled and triggered at the same time. It it was horrible. I was like, no, they can't do this to me again. I'm going to have faith that this is a trick. Wait. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so Sheila washes away like all the evidence and she takes off, right? So the deacons like. She goes to her hotel and and she's she's like (laughs) freaking out. She's throwing, she takes a shower, she, like, throws all the stuff away, she's, like, throwing up, she's, in like, the mirror freaking too. out. 
the mirror, oh, the mirror. with the brush was amazing. Yeah. So she's like brushing her hair, but she's brushing it like all, oh, like I'm a bad person, like brushing it all hard. But then like the background was like black. So you yeah, just like saw it was her. So cool. And I was like, oh, Ooh. I got a tidbit. Found this Ooh. out. That was all Kimberlyn Brown, the actress. The hair brushing and uh, the mirror and stuff, that was all her. It wasn't in the script. She oh, did that. That was a, um, what do they call that? Improvising. Live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She improed. And cool, then, cool, cool, oh cool. my God, Deacon comes. Okay. Poor Deacon. He is so traumatized, right? He comes out of the door. Do, 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 do. Complaining, whistling, whatever. He throws the trash into the dumpster and then he sees Finn and Steffi laying there. And he's like, oh my God, he just totally freaks out. He calls 911. He yeah. checks their pulse and I'm like, don't touch them. Do not touch them. Ridge will be blaming you. <laughs> he right. calls 911. <laughs> the paramedics come and I'm like, poor Deacon. Because he has to call Ridge. And he, the first thing he says is, please don't hang up. Yeah, because Ridge answers the phone like, what do you want? Yeah, he does. He's like, not stupid Deacon. But everyone, okay, it was so quick. I think people missed it because a lot of people were like, Finn's not really dead. Finn's not really dead. They did show a very quick scene of them putting a sheet over Finn's face. Yeah, I have it written down where it's like the ambulance finally arrives. They flashed on the person's name, which was Carson. And I just felt like because they showed the name tag, I had to write down the name. I don't know if this means anything. (laughs) So anyways, Carson was the ambulance guy. And then when they're like taking Finn away, like they pull the blanket over his face as they're pushing him away. So that's the sign in a show or movie that someone's dead. Right. And Ridge freaks out. He tells Taylor it was he had a reaction. A lot of people didn't like it, but I think it was like a shock reaction. You know, like his reaction was like shocked. So he didn't break down immediately because he's like in shock. So they take off all three of them take off to the hospital. And guess who's guess who's Steffi's doctor? Yay! It's Bridget. I love Which Bridget. was totally inappropriate because they wheel Steffi in, right? And Bridget's like, oh, my God, Steffi. And, like, the EMT or somebody's like, do you know her? And she was like, yes, I know her. Quick, take her over here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, yeah, technically, I think that's, like, your half-niece or something. I don't think you're allowed to work on her. <laughs> right? But okay. And um, like I said, I'm not going to go into every single convo. So once Steffi... Gets into her room. She's unconscious. They don't know anything. And they have to wait till she wakes up. And all week, it's a revolving door of people talking to her, begging her to wake up, all of these things. It's everyone, too. Like, it's just a revolve. They're constantly going in. I'm not going to repeat everything. You already know they're begging her to wake up type of thing. Yeah, like, you know, Ridge is praying. Taylor's like, I can't lose another daughter. Ooh, yeah, okay. So first Deacon goes to Sheila's um, and tells her what happened. And she she had a reaction, but obviously we know it's because she knows she did it. But, like, Deacon just assumes she's, like, you know, 
in grief, yeah. right? And then Brooke again is just chilling, and is all of a sudden, I have a feeling. I feel like Ridge is having like extreme emotions right now. Like I can't explain it. Like if something's off with one of us, the other one feels it. Like something is off. I have a feeling. Yes, it was it was kind of weird. So the one thing that I did think was interesting was when Deacon told Sheila that Steffi was still alive, she was shocked. Yeah. And then Deacon did not pick up on any of the hints that Sheila was not acting appropriate. Oh, no, he didn't because she just looks devastated. So he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, Brooke walks in to the cabin and she walks in on Hope and Liam about to get it on. Yeah, like literally like, like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) But she doesn't leave right away. No, because they're like, you gotta go. Well, no. Okay, she busts in the door. Like, they're like, okay, the kids are gone. Sexy time. So instantly, they start getting freaky on the couch, like hands in shirts and stuff. Brooke walks in. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. But she still kind of, like, stands there for a sec. <laughs> and then she's like, I should go. And then <laughs> Liam's like, it's fine. Whatever. I love gossip. Stay. Tell me what's going on. And that's when she goes but into hope, this weird hope thing. Was, hope was kind of like, um what the fuck like she was about to leave like leave i want to get it on because yeah she starts going into her i got a feeling and they're like oh my gosh seriously like getting like we we could be getting it on right now and she's sitting here talking about how she feels something like are you freaking kidding me she's like Like, i know i feel something is going on with ridge something bad is going on and you're right. I did notice that. That Hope looked pretty agitated <laughs> that she stayed. Yeah, Hope was agitated. Liam was like, tell me that's tea, girl. Tell me. And then, of course, Deacon shows up because yeah. he has he has to tell him the news. Yeah, so Deacon pops in and then he tells them what happened. So, of course, they're like, oh, my God, we got to go to the hospital. Oh, Liam. Yeah. Let's go. Liam rushes off to the hospital. Yeah. I'm like, poor Deacon, man. He is the bearer of bad news this week. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all at the hospital, like we and they're said. they're all sad. They're all Sheila sad. Sheila shows up at the hospital, which I thought was, I'm like, oh, what is she doing? But Taylor feels sorry for Sheila. Yeah, but. Oh, I know Lee. somebody doesn't. Yeah. Lee, Lee <laughs> is not having it. Lee is do did her paperwork about, you know, the body. She comes back up and she's like, you know, she's visibly distraught. And she's like, I, you know, I'm happy that Steph, Stephanie, you know, like, hopefully she survives, whatever, whatever. Sheila tries to be like, I want to see Finn one more time. Lee is not having not it. Having it. She's like, nope, I'm his mother. You are not. No, I said no. And then even Taylor tries to help. But Lee is like, I appreciate your concern, but no, uh-uh, not going to happen. I was like, ooh. Yeah, no, Lee stood her ground, and Sheila attempted multiple times, and Lee was not having it. Taylor tried to, like, get in on it a couple times. Lee was not having it. Nope. Mm-mm. And then <gasps> Detective Baker walks up. Oh, he's, did no, no, no. Oh. He's Deputy Chief. Baker now. Oh, yeah. Deputy <laughs> Chief Baker. 
Oh, he shows up with an update. Which at first he was being like, we shouldn't discuss this here. And then he just starts discussing it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But he was like, why are you here, Sheila? Yeah, he was. I was like, dang. And then you know what? He's like, this is his update, guys, by the way. He don't know shit about shit. Right. It looks like a robbery gone wrong. Okay. And by the way, there are no cameras except there is an ATM camera. But guess what? Someone taped over the camera lens. This uh, look, don't tell me she didn't have this planned. She taped over the camera lens. She had gloves in her purse and a gun like she was planning something. But she has to get caught because they saw her at El Giardino. She was sitting there drinking before. And then Stephanie walked up. How did no employees like, I don't know. Anyways, meanwhile. Yes, I agree. And I also think if they were smart, they could figure this out by the cell phone records. Exactly. Even though they don't have Stephanie and and blah, blah, blah. Finn's physical phone, hello. They have iPhones, hello. iCloud, hello. But you know what it is? I think I think it's like everyone knows how obsessed Sheila is with Finn. No one in their right mind thinks that she would ever hurt him. You know what I yeah. mean? She's like obsessed with him. So So she's not the obvious person that they're looking at. Well, Thomas gets suspicious. Yeah, he senses something's a little off, you know, psycho to psycho. And of course, though, when he does confront her, but she says the same thing. I would never hurt Finn. You really think I would hurt Finn? Yeah. Mm. And Thomas basically just puts her on notice like I haven't said anything yet. Right. He does put her on notice. And then the end of the week. Uh, is Liam goes into Steffi's room and uh, he is begging her to come back and he'll always love her, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. They did a whole montage of their relationship, and I'm sorry, but Stephanie's or Steph's Steffi's hair through the years, like, oh my gosh, so early 2000s, like, yeah, she's had a lot of different hairs. She's had a lot of different hairs, and I just could not help but laugh. And, yeah, he tells her he'll love her forever. So, yeah. And their relationship. I just don't understand. I don't know, guys. I I don't have anything against Steffi, but I don't get it. I've never gotten it. I don't get their relationship. I don't think that they have a lot in common. I don't think that she brings the best out in him. I think it's the opposite. I think he does crazy things that he wouldn't normally do. I just, I've never gotten it. And and then she's okay with him always pining for hope when he's with her. Like, it's just their relationship has never been great. No. And And she had to trick him multiple times just to get him to fall in love with her. Like, it's never been this great romance. I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. And I don't want to go down this road again. I really don't. I, I'm hoping it it's a trick. Because I think they're trying to trigger us. Like, it's the point, right? They're trying to get us all riled up. And I'm thinking, I could be wrong, but I'm thinking 
that someone else is going to come into the picture. And I'll, all right, I'll say it. I think Bill is going to come into the picture and we're going to have another, what is, what is it still? Their, their, their thing is still, that we're going to have another still relationship with oh. Bill and Steffi. Oh, that didn't enter my mind. See, because I'm on this. I'm on this whole thing like she's prego. She needs maternity leave. I don't think they're going to draw out the Liam thing too long. Like, I think that if it, they will tell her sooner than later that Liam isn't her husband or whatever. And like, I don't know. I think that she'll like freak out and then take off for a bit of time to have maternity leave. She's going to okay. go to international. She might. <laughs> but I read that um, before she leaves, something happens. So I don't know exactly what that's going to be. But it did say that she has like a few, I think she has a few more weeks. So I don't know what they're going to do. Damn it, not a few weeks. I don't know for sure how many. But um, I would love for Steffi and Bill to get together because honestly... I've always thought Bill and Steffi match better than Steffi and Liam. Yeah, I could see that. But uh, I don't love them together, but I don't want her with Liam. So I'll take what I can get. (laughs) I want Katie back. Uh, Where's Donna? I want Katie and Donna back. (laughs) I know. Monday, April 11th through Friday. April 15th. The week starts with Thomas and Sheila. And they're having their conversation. And Sheila's trying to convince Thomas that she would never hurt Finn. Taylor walks up. She interrupts. And she's all surprised that Thomas is asking Sheila if she was involved. Then Sheila's all upset. And she runs off. And Taylor follows her. Uh. Mm-hmm. Thomas is the only one who's suspicious <laughs> right now, anyway. Yeah, like, Sheila had some good wording again, because she said, you think I wanted this? And then, like, cries, and then... Yeah. Yeah, it's the same as, like, when she told Finn, you'll never hear of me doing anything wrong. Right. Uh no, we don't think you wanted to kill both of them or to kill him. We don't think you wanted to kill him. We do think you wanted to kill Steffi, though. Right. I I do believe she wanted to kill Steffi. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had gloves in her purse. I mean, okay, so I sometimes may have a random glove on me, but that's because I was, like, doing something at work that needed gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and I had an extra because... Your girl got nails and she ripped through them. It's a thing. Well, here's okay. We go to the hospital. Okay. Or I'm sorry. We're still at the hospital. And Hope arrives with food and clothes for Liam. And she's being very supportive, way more supportive than I would be. Um, I mean, it's pretty on par for Hope. It is. She's genuinely worried, I think, about Steffi. Uh, yeah, I think she's genuinely, genuinely worried mm-hmm. about Steffi, but I also think she's worried about herself a little bit. She's oh, like, yeah, definitely. Like, she's okay. Like, well, I had peace for two years. 
Goodbye, peace. Mm. Goodbye, peace. Then Brooke arrives, and she's also there to support Ridge. And she lets him know, I'm still your wife, okay? And I'm here for you. Good job, Brooke. Just squeezing that in. Just, you know, just in case you forgot during this traumatic time, like, don't forget, I'm still just your in, wife. Exactly. Just in case you forgot while uh, Taylor's hanging all over you, um, yeah. I am still your wife. Yeah. You know, while you and Taylor are going through this trauma about your child that you share together, don't forget I'm here. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> and uh, another thing. Throughout the week, Thomas, comma, Hope, and Liam each visit Steffi on their own. Like, not all together at one time. They each visit her on their own, and they all beg her to fight and open her eyes and come back. I'm not going to go through every single one of those. Sorry. Okay? Yeah, no. It was all It was all very emotions. It was all, you're very strong. You can do this. Your kids need you. Yeah. Sorry. All the times we haven't got along, but I love you. Recover. Exactly. (laughs) I'm not going to go through everyone. No, I just did. So, Taylor follows Sheila. Oh, gosh. All the way to the roof. How did, like, okay, first of all, Sheila got on the roof, and she's, like, you know, haunted, having her own, like, moment up there. For a hot minute, she's having a moment. So if if Taylor was really following her from that far behind, how did she know she went on the roof? Because it took Taylor a good, like, two, three minutes to catch up with her in a hospital. I don't know if y'all ever been to a hospital. They're very confusing and windy. Yeah, they are. I guess she got lucky. I don't know. But yeah, so Sheila's like wobbling up there in her like platform sneakers or whatever they were and like is about to fall. And she's talking to herself. Yeah. And she's like, I can't live without you. I can't believe this happened. All I wanted was to love you. Um, don't worry. I'm coming, I'm coming. And right when she's about to jump, Taylor comes out of the door. She appears on the roof. And she's like, no. No. Don't do it. And for being a world-renowned whateverologist, like, she wasn't really doing that great of a job of talking her down. She was trying. I mean, I feel like anyone could have said that. Where is yeah. this where is this degree that I'm supposed to be seeing? Like you're <laughs> like I feel like I don't know the bus boy that I met at work last week could have said the same thing. Like where is this world renowned ologist? I would yeah. like to see it. Well, I I I would have said the same thing. I think Yeah, and we're not trained professionals. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that it, the reason I think that it didn't actually help, too, is because at first she was getting through to her, I think, or she was like, don't worry, you know, think about Hayes, your grandson needs you. And then she says, Steffi will come around one day. And that's when she was like, oh, yeah. crap. No, she won't. <laughs> uh, yeah, after it, this. It was definitely that where. 
Taylor probably was saying the right things if she wasn't speaking to the actual shooter. Right. And then she acts like she's going to jump. Do you think she was really going to jump? I don't know. She got a little wobbly, but I don't know. And then, like, Taylor, like, grabs her arm, but Sheila, like, tries to yank her arm away, which causes Taylor to kind of basically, like, catch an ankle because it wasn't a very high ledge compared to the rooftop part. Right. It's not like the ledge came up past her hip or it was like below her knee (laughs) when she like, so it was kind of like, woo, she just stepped into it and it was like mid calf way. So she just kind of tipped over, but still Mm -hmm. holding on to Sheila's arm. So then they're dangling. Those were some good specialty effects because you see the whole front of the building, her stunt double dangling because you know that wasn't the real chick. Come on now. Anyway, so she's probably she's dangling. Then it's the view of like she's like she's like don't drop me, don't drop yeah, me. She's like please don't drop me. And I so love she- how dramatic it was. She flew over the edge and she's hanging there and she's like don't drop me. And then the screen went black. Oh yeah, and all it you went hear like commercial break or something. <laughs> you yeah. just hear wind. Yeah. But okay. So at this point, Taylor and Sheila have been gone for a while and Thomas and Ridge are starting to wonder where on earth they are. Yeah. They're getting a little sus. Thomas "Um." texts and she's not answering. So they're getting worried. Uh Uh And then back on the roof, Sheila, I don't know how she does this because you know what? I can't even do one pull up, but Sheila manages to pull Taylor up or help Taylor pull herself back up and over the ledge. Yeah. And they're both crying and they hug and Taylor's like, thank you. Thank you. You saved my life. Thank you. She made your life in danger, girl. I was going to say, they. so they slid down the wall, right? They're like sitting against the little wall, the little ledge thing. And Taylor's like, you saved my life. If that doesn't give you a place in this family, then I don't know what does. What? What? She's the reason you were even up there in the first place. She's Thank you. The, she's the reason you even tripped over the semi ledge and fell in the first place. Like, <laughs> and then she's like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And I'm thinking if she only knew. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. So they, after their little powwow, they're going to make their way back to. Oh, no, but remember, at first, in this moment, Taylor does tell Sheila, we don't have to tell anyone about this. She does say that, yes. She does. So I'm like, about why you almost fell, that you almost fell in general, like. What? And it's like when she wa- when they go back, when they go back to like check on Steffi, of course, like, where were you? Where were you? Like, they were being a little dodgy about it in that moment. But later on, she just like. Yeah, true. What was the point of the whole like, we're not going to tell anyone because you tell everyone. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I wrote it down. If you don't tell, then how will everyone know she... 
Like, it would be weird. You're just all of a sudden welcoming her to the family. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you're just all of a sudden her number one fan, and no one's going to know why. Like, I don't understand the point. I'm sorry. I wrote it down. It bothered me. I have to speak on it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So, okay. All this is going on, right? All of this stuff is going on. Ridge is in Steffi's room. And he's begging her to wake up. He's making he's deals hands with on God. Putting <laughs> hands like, on her. Hallelujah. He's trying. He's like, look, let's wheel and deal here, God. Right. And he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dollar bill this right now <laughs> and make a deal. Right. Because that's what Bill does. Every time there's like a fu- a moment, he like all of a sudden Bill remembers. Like, re- all right, look. I know I've promised some things. I, I know I got some credit with you. G-O-D, I got you. Come on, help me out. <laughs> right? Willing and dealing. Always. Oh, and guess what? Miraculously, her hand moves and she starts waking up. <gasps> what? And she's trying to say something and Ridge like runs out. To the waiting area to tell everybody that she's awake and and everyone's all happy and everything except Sheila, of course. <laughs> yeah, she's like waking up, do do do. Everyone's excited, and then Steffi kind of notices Sheila in the background, and we're, she's like, "No, no, Sheila." And then it was like cuts off yeah. but um, dun, dun, dun. It, like they, they do this so me. many times like if they think this was the big plot twist this is the scary like they've done this so many times in the last couple weeks where like then the next episode like it totally doesn't go like like no she doesn't remember sheila right now <laughs> yeah she like she- croaks it out and and then it's like nothing happens though because you're like whoa she remembers and then you're like no <laughs> no, I mean, what she remembers is she hates Sheila in general, right. which this is going to lead into some other stuff. We'll get there when we get there. But I'm just going to mention right now. Think about it. Like when Steffi woke up, Sheila's in the room and she's already saying no, Sheila. And it's not because she remembers the shooting. She just remembers she hates Sheila in general. And that's fine that Sheila's in this room. Right. That's weird. I know, I don't even if you okay even if Taylor right you're Taylor and you forgave her right right then that doesn't mean Steffi did I can no. hear you breathing again did you move your thing maybe there I moved it okay. better okay. yeah so yeah it's like why is she there I agree and then yeah okay hold up okay because this is weird and then I'll go back to Steffi but this is weird Paris and Zenday showed up together, or at least at the same exact time, and it was weird. I'm like, wait, yeah. are they together or not? <laughs> and then I guess it was just kind of to, like, patch up any thoughts we may have had in our mind that we thought that Paris was super into Finn, which they totally made it seem like Paris was super into Finn, but, like, she wasn't even cracking a tear. No. Like, she was like, oh, my gosh, like, in shock. I can't believe he's gone. But she wasn't emotional. And, like, the last time we really saw her and Finn interacting, like, she was having fantasies about him. But, you know, I I guess Carter just, like, wiped her mind. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she just dropped Finn, huh? Forgot Mm -hmm. him. Well, I mean, she wasn't crying. That's all I'm going to say. 
I don't know. It was just weird. I don't know what the choice of putting them, bringing them there together. But they talked to Liam and Hope. And everyone's happy. Steffi woke up. Yay. Hope calls Brooke. And Zenday calls Carter to update them. And I'm like, okay, so... Oh, God. Carter's really gotten himself into a mess this time. Because Zenday really thinks of him as a friend. Yeah, that's my best friend. He's a real bad bee. Got his own car. Sorry. That's right. We are going back to Steffi's room. Great. And um, basically, she wants water. Okay? She wants water. She's confused. So they explain to her what happened, but they don't tell her everything. They just say, you've been shot. You were at Il Giardino in the alley. And I think now they're starting to realize, oh, she don't remember. Mm. But Ridge is so ridiculous. Ridge was, like, right on top of her. Do you know who shot you? Do you know who shot you? I'm like, she woke up, like, two seconds ago, Ridge. Calm down. I know. Ridge (laughs) is, like, Ridge is so worried about everyone else, you know, traumatizing Steffi or pushing Steffi too much. But he's the one who's like, what happened? No, no, he's like, tell me you shot you. I'm like, God, she just woke up. Yeah. And they make sure that we know that they're not giving Steffi any opioids. Yeah, she's on that tram at all. Yeah, so they make sure we know that. And so this just is in my notes as well. Just so y'all know, in between watching the show, I was watching Criminal Minds. Quinn is on episode uh, 10. Of oh, wow. season five of Criminal Minds. Oh, that's And cool. it's very funny to me because she was kidnapped and held hostage in this episode. <laughs> All right. Funny. That was noted and spoken on. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. Oh, I, I forgot to mention that Thomas is the one that told everybody Steffi was awake, right? Or was it Ridge? I got confused wow. now. It doesn't matter. Okay, so now everybody knows. They're making phone calls. We're good to go. Um, let's see what else. Bridge, Sheila, and Taylor come out of the room, and Liam and Hope go in. But Steffi's asleep, so she doesn't hear any all the stuff that they say because they're like in there saying, talking about Finn and Hayes and stuff. And she she was a sleeper pretending to be asleep. <laughs> Yeah, see, this is kind of sketch because Liam and Hope are in there and they're both talking to her like, you need to come, you know, you need to come back. You need to be here for Hayes. You need to be a blah, blah, blah. Like, we care about you. And as they're walking out, like they walk out of the room, you know, holding hands or hugging or whatever. Steffi opens her eyes and kind of like, she? yeah, she opened okay. her eyes I and squint. She, she like squint, watched them walk out of the room. So this is where a conspiracy is at because Steffi has in the past faked an illness to get Liam back. (laughs) Well, I can say this much. I really did for a second. I was like, oh my gosh, she's faking. And I was thinking she's doing it because she can't really, she knows Sheila's around, right? And she can't do anything while she's stuck in the hospital bed. But when she saw Kelly, which we're going to get to, uh, she did have a reaction. She looked genuinely shocked because she was big. Yeah. Did she not? Yeah. 
All right. Sorry. I skipped ahead. Let's finish this. Um, here's the last part. This is how the week ended. Ridge tells Sheila that she needs to leave because he doesn't think Steffi would want her there. And he's right. Uh Taylor intervenes and she's like, wait, 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 wait. We got to tell him. We got to tell him what happened. And she is like rolling her eyes. So Taylor tells Ridge everything that happened on the roof. And you know what was funny, Chelsea? Ridge said exactly what you said. He said, well, um, you wouldn't have been on the roof in the first place if it wasn't for her. And he's like, what are you doing on the roof in the first place? That's not going to help anything. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. That's what we were all thinking. Yeah, no, Ridge, Ridge is like, I don't know. At first he was like, wait, what? What? It's like, it's not just a Ridge thing, okay? It's just a B&B thing. When anyone is told a story on B&B, the person that's being told the story just automatically kind of has to not understand words anymore. <laughs> and the person telling the story can never use full sentences. They can just tell you like blurps. So it, the conversation is always like, wait, what? And then, huh? And how did? What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Like every, every time. So at first Ridge was like, wait, she saved your life. Oh my gosh. What were, but then he was like, wait, what were you even doing up there? Yeah. And then he, she was like, oh, well actually I was up there because Sheila was up there. Cause she was about to jump. And he's like, wait a minute now. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> I know. He's like, what now? So she didn't really, she saved you from putting you in a situation that she formed. Okay. I mean, it was Taylor's choice to chase her. You know, Sheila, I don't think Sheila planned on Taylor chasing her. No. But, but at the same time, Taylor would not have been up there if Sheila had not left in a huff had not been creeping around the hospital trying to make sure Steffi's dead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, and, it, and not that he knows then. that, not that he even knows that he just knows that Sheila is a shady person. And even if it's, e- even though he doesn't know that she, like, she's a shooter, maybe she's just trying to get attention, you know, like either which way he's like, Sheila's a bad person. She was on the roof. Yeah. It's sad. Don't kill yourself, whatever. But at the same time, you wouldn't have been on the roof. So she didn't really yeah. save you. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, that's not going to bring Finn back. <laughs> Jumping. Yeah. I thought your grandson was the most important thing. Right. What happened and to that? That's how the weekend. And I don't, okay. I also don't know why people aren't pushing that point more. The people that are sus of Sheila at this point, which Thomas is sus of Sheila. Ridge is sus of Sheila right now. Even Lee is sus of Sheila, but Lee's in a Lee is in a red, red, red-eyed rage right now, so she don't count. But Ridge and Thomas both, like, I don't understand why they're not pushing the Hayes issue. Like, oh, like, why would you want to kill yourself if you know you were so concerned about being in Hayes's life? Hmm. Right. Okay, week five. Monday, April 18th through Friday, April 22nd. The week starts out at the hospital and Taylor and and Ridge were still kind of talking about Sheila and Deputy Baker. I'm sorry, Deputy Chief Baker. Excuse me. He appears. He he just appears. (laughs) Yes, he appears kind of. Well, he says 
<laughs> He's going to do everything he can to get the trash off the street that killed Finn. I just, okay, that's what I was going to say. I just don't understand, like, why everyone has such an attitude towards Baker. <laughs> He's never come at them about something and been wrong, really. Right. That, that I know of. It's not like he falsely ever put anyone in jail. It was always for a good reason. Yeah. And, and he's always looking out for their best interests. He's always trying to solve a crime that happened to them. You know what I mean? Like, why are they always so mean to Baker? I don't know. It's <laughs> a good question. And then and it, Bill's the worst about being mean to Baker. Him and Ridge both are just like... They always, like, take over. And then I don't understand why he always lets them take over his investigations. Like, uh, I I'm, I need to question this perp. Okay, but I'm going to go in the room with you because it's my son. So I'm going to also question them with you. Like, when does that ever happen? Baker, you're a sissy. No, that's why they're mean to you. Never mind. I've talked myself out of it. <laughs> don't you talk yourself out of it. Um. Okay, the next, we have a scene at Forrester Creations with Quinn and Eric. And you don't, it's, I don't get it, okay? Quinn and Eric, of everyone, <laughs> should be at the hospital, right? Yeah, but everyone hates Quinn, so, like, you don't want to yeah. add more tension to a room. There's definitely tension between these two. Oh, yeah. like I just don't think their their marriage is the same anymore. Something ain't right. It's true. You can just tell, huh? Yeah, there's a vibe. They were just worried about Steffi, that's all. Yeah, they were just they came in the office to distract themselves, but instead I think it opened more wounds. Okay. Oh god, here we go. Are you ready? We're going back to the hospital. I got to say this part, okay? Because <laughs> Carter arrives at the hospital, right? Mm. And now we have Paris, Zenday, and Carter super awkward and you feel so bad because then oh. they doesn't know that it's awkward because he doesn't know oh my gosh then like says all these nice things about carter like mm -hmm. oh gosh and he's like carter's uh, part of the family uh, mm -hmm. a secondhand embarrassment to the 27th degree <laughs> And then the the main thing out of this scene was Paris leaves and Zenday tells Carter he's still in love with, with Paris and he wants to marry her. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Here yeah. we go again. And Carter tells him to follow his heart. Yeah, propose. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Do, do it. it. I dare you. <laughs> go ahead. Oh do it. Oh my God. Do okay. it. Get all excited about it again so you can get crushed. Because that makes me hot. And then, I don't like Carter no more. I don't like Carter no more. Yeah. I'm even, though, right now. even though I'm going to put this out here right now, we were doing process of elimination. Uh, fourth wall broke. We were doing process of elimination, and there ain't that many guys left that Steffi's not related to. Right. So maybe the Carter Steffi situation may happen out of all of this. It, it's possible. It's very it's possible. It's possible. I mean, it's either him, Bill, or Wyatt, and Wyatt's so much with Blow. Or Deacon, yeah, I threw that one out of left field. I was like, or Deacon, but that's just too gross. Like, so it's not that's the only people she's not related to, right? Like, that's it, right? That's all I can think of. Mm -mm. So the Carter Steffi situation might happen, and that would be a power couple, can I say? Yeah, it would. 
It would. It would. They'd make a good couple, I think. Yeah, they'd be adorbs. I love it. He'd be a good stepdad. I like it. I'm down. <laughs> well, then they runs over to Forrester and tells Eric and Quinn that he wants to propose. And Quinn is like, um, uh, excuse me, but didn't Paris say that she wanted to keep things casual? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't care, though. <laughs> I'm following my heart. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. And I think this made, like, I didn't know it at the time, but now that I have information, I'm going back and thinking, like, oh, Quinn's spidey senses were tingling. She was like, yeah. Zenday, chilled. I gave you that ring a while ago. There's a lot of hot mins around here. Okay. <laughs> The next part, are you ready? Because Maybe. the next part is where I really started getting mad at Carter and changing my mind. Because think about it, okay? Paris is a young young adult, right? She doesn't have, she just got out of college. She doesn't have tons of life experience yet. Carter's old-er, older. He's got life experience. He's, he knows he better. Okay, he as um our queen, our queen would say he talks. Miss Britney Spears, she would have been doing the dancing in the song. Yep. Toxic. No, Carter's that guy. Carter's that guy that girls are like, oh, why are there no good men? And it's like because he presents himself as so caring and innocent and nice. But really, he got hurt. You know, he got hurt. He's got damage, and instead of dealing with his actual damage, he just seeks out other damaged people in situations that he should not be in, and he thrives off of that. He likes it. It makes him hot because if he had, like, if it was a normal, completely available, rational person, he's not attracted to them, but he presents himself as a, like, oh, got his stuff together, great catch guy Carter, nice guy Carter. No. Carter is mean. Carter is mean, mean, selfish man. Yeah, I'm mad that I really do feel that he used her. I don't think that he's a horrible person, right? I think, I don't think he set out intending to do it, but regardless, he did it because she's young, right? And he tells her, oh, I'm in love with you. And then she lets all her guard down. She falls for him. Oh, and then what? Two weeks later, he's telling her, you know, no. what? Here, here's what he tells her. He's like, now, right? She says, but you said you love me because they're at Forrester and they're talking. And she's like, but you said you love me. And he's like, um, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. So like, you just go just around telling people you love them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he just dropped her because like, that's what he likes. That's what he likes. He and then she thinks it's a game because she gets all funny with him. Like he says, no, we can't do this. And then she laughs. She goes, ha ha ha. OK, yeah, but we're going to do this. And he's like, no, I'm serious this time. Ah, ha, ha. And then they still make out again. So now she thinks it's foreplay. Well, this is this just what he, he does. Serious. This time yeah. it even he raised his voice and everything because she yeah, was like, but is the, the foreplay is... just escalating? Because come on, we all know, like you know, you used to be able to make out and maybe if his hand brushed across your 
your your top area like that was enough and then you know next time it was he was touching your thigh like each time it gets more aggressive you know what i mean so it's still foreplay it's just more aggressive like in her mind she probably really doesn't even think it's done even though she ran away crying and stuff like she's gonna try to get at him again this is the game now well it might be but i think he's serious because he always babies her Oh, we can't, we can't. And this time, she was like, if this is because of my mom, he got loud with her. Of course, it's about your mother. Everyone here is going to have the same reaction as she did. Do you not get that? And I was like, whoa. It even shocked me because he raised his voice at her. And I was like, oh. And then, yeah, she just ran off crying. But guess who was standing in the crack of the door? Mm-hmm. Quinn. Yep. So Quinn didn't actually hear their conversation, obviously, because Paris went running through the door. What we're thinking happened and what she said she saw was she saw Paris leave the office crying. So she went to look in the office to see who Paris was talking to. And she saw that she had been talking to Carter. So obviously, you know, Quinn pieced it together like, really? Paris? She was like, not Paris. She she actually said, Really? Like, what are you doing? But it kind of made her, did it, do you think it made her jealous? Do you think she really had the key in the hand ready to, like, give it back for no reason? Or do you think she actually just carries it around at all times? (laughs) I think she just wanted it. I think she's been holding on to it so she could use it as an excuse to talk to him again. So she carries it at all times. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Yeah, because... She uses that as her excuse, like, oh, well, I was coming in here to give you your key back. Uh, Do you need to give it to someone else, perhaps? Right. So, I don't know. This whole conversation, too, was kind of, to me, I felt like it was just Quinn doing a vibe check. Quinn was just checking, like, hey, like, if I did turn around and say I wanted you back, you would would come back to me, right? Of course. Like, I feel like that's what it was. I feel like it was a vibe check. Like, yeah, she saw what happened with Paris. And she's like, bro, really? You're doing this? Like, Zenday was just in the room talking about marrying her. But okay, I see what you're doing. But if I turn around and told you I wanted you back, you wouldn't care about Paris and you or anyone else, right? Right? <laughs> I think, personally, I think Quinn wants to be with Carter. But she cannot let go of all of the stuff that comes with Eric. She doesn't even want to be with Eric anymore. No. She doesn't. And and what comes with him that she didn't have on her own already? She already titled. That's it. The matriarch, Miss Forrester. But Um, that's it. Her cushy job. She, but she's made a name for herself at this point with her jewelry line where she could go, like, she has money. Yeah, like, right. and she could take her jewelry line to another fashion company easily or do her own thing with it. So really, what is she getting from Eric? She gets to live in the big house. She buy gets her to own be big super house. Rich. She Daddy I don't know. Rich. It's something that she likes that Eric gives her some kind of stability, I think. But at the same time, that's not a good reason to stay with someone. I guess. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, Sheila tells yeah. Deacon that she saved Taylor's life. And yeah. he says, oh, it's not your fault. And I'm like, I'm sick of people coddling her. But in their defense, they don't know. 
<laughs> they don't know what we know. Yeah. And then Baker. Ugh, I'm sorry, but Baker makes me laugh because he's like, he comes to update them with zero. He has zero update, though. It's like, there's no camera footage. Okay. We couldn't find any camera footage. We don't really have any leads. And I'm, and he's like, I need to talk to Steffi. And I'm like, good update. Good update. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was funny. But really, he like came and he was like, I want to talk to Steffi. But then Ridge and everyone get protective. Like, no, she can't. She's not ready. Blah. Right. Then Bridget comes over and she's like, Steffi's doing good, but she's still, you know, she has she's still in the weeds or whatever you want to say. And then guess who guess who shows up? Liam shows up, right? With hope, and he's gonna go in and see Steffi. Uh, and this is when we figure it out. Yeah. She doesn't remember crap. Like, literally, she's, like, stuck in, like, five years ago. <laughs> she doesn't remember. It's at least two years ago, right? Two or three years. Because she doesn't remember anything. Our like, brains she doesn't remember then. Yeah. And you know what? Not to be, okay, most of the time I look over this stuff because I don't like to be nitpicky. But Joe said, he cracked me up because he said, um, didn't she get shot like in the chest or the neck or something? And I was like, yeah. And he said, like the shoulder. Yeah. And he said, then how did it affect her brain? And I was like, I, I don't know. That's too much questions. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. That's too many questions. <laughs> yeah. No, it seemed like she kind of got shot in her shoulder area, which was also weird because. Like, Taylor kept, like, grabbing on her shoulder. And I'm like, isn't that where she got shot? You should probably stop grabbing right there. <laughs> um, but also, that was my kind of thing, too. I'm like, our brains are so magic. Because, like, yeah, she's traumatized blocking stuff out. But she blocked out knowing Finn at all. Right. And like, how did, her, how did her mind know to just rewind to the point where her and Liam were still married? So that's the point, like pre-Phoebe, pre-Hope coming back, but wasn't Kelly not even born? Like, wasn't Kelly born after Hope came back? So wouldn't she know that Liam left her already for Hope if Kelly is walking around and is a person? Right. I don't know. I, I feel like she's Wait just a really minute. Confused. Joe, you just opened my third eye. Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah, no, because that's how it worked, right? It was Steffi and Liam, they were pregnant. Everyone was happy. Hope comes back. And she was like, oh, cool. You guys are a family. I'm not going to try anything. But then Liam's like, I can't live without you, Hope. I don't care that I'm married to Steffi and she's about to give birth. And she he leaves Steffi before she even gives birth to Kelly. So what time is Steffi's mind going back to? Because her and Liam were not married while Kelly was a walk around person. She I was think still she's pregnant. just using Liam as like a coping mechanism because her brain's like, nope, too difficult. Not going to see that. Not going to do it. But it also bypassed the Phoebe part. True. Went, but then it went back to a time that didn't even exist because her and Liam were not it was never Liam, Kelly, and 
Steffi in the same house. Like she was still pregnant when Liam left, right? I'm not crazy right now, right? No, you're right. So what time frame? So of course she's shocked that Kelly's walking around. Technically, Kelly should still be in her belly. Yeah, I think she she's just super confused, I think. All right, well, holes in the story. Because she was also doing drugs, too, when she got with Finn. So I don't know. Maybe she's just confused. Mm. Okay. But the main thing that happened is Ridge and Ridge goes in there to bug her again about who shot her. And Liam is in there. And she says, <gasps> Liam, my husband. And they're both like, say what now? Yeah. But a what now? My what Come now? on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Mm. And then back to Carter and Quinn at Forrester, they are so obvious that they want to get back together. It's ridiculous. Like, I feel sorry for Eric because she's like, he says, I miss you. And then she says, I miss you too. And then she hands them the key and they, their hands touch. And you could see the electricity. It was, it, I was like, oh my God. Huh? I feel like we're not supposed to be watching this. Right? I was like, I had to double check that I still had a warranty on my TV. Because I was like, oh, it's about to blow up. Yeah. It, that's clear they still want each other. That's why I'm saying, I'm like, was Quinn just doing a vibe check? Like, I can still have you at any moment, right? And he's like, yes, you can. And she's like, okay, cool. Just checking. Whatever. Keep playing with Paris. But I wouldn't if I were you. Okay, bye. But <laughs> also... Like, she tells Carter, which this is inappropriate. Like, she tried to be discreet, but it's still also inappropriate, period. It was inappropriate for Carter to ask. It's inappropriate for her to respond. I, They're equally inappropriate. But <laughs> Carter agree. did ask her, like, are you and Eric still, like, not close or whatever or connected or however vaguely way he phrased it. Basically, he asked, are you guys getting it on? And... Quinn tippy-toed around it and basically said, well, Eric has been working a lot and sometimes he like he's been sleeping out in the guest house more often than not. More mm. often than not. He's not even sleeping in the damn house, guys. Yeah. He's in the guest house of his own house. Yeah. So I'm like, where's Zenday? That's a good point. <laughs> I guess he's in the house house. But anyway, um, yeah, so it was like total vibe check. It, that's what it was. Now, back to the hospital. Well, Hope Hope is outside of the room waiting for Liam, and Brooke shows up. Okay? <laughs> oh, and, the ray of light. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And they're talking to Bridget, you know, and da-da-da, and she's like, it's about the same, and this and that. Yeah, so, but Brooke wants to, you know, vibe check Hope, because Hope is visibly nervous right now. And Brooke goes into mama bear mode of mm -hmm. like, no, this is not okay. She cannot. Nope. Not even for a second. No, I don't care if she just woke up a minute and a half ago. You tell her that she is not married to Liam, that Hope is married to Liam. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. She was not having um, it. Yeah. <laughs> I... Okay, so Liam, when Liam comes out and he tells them, that's exactly how she reacted. <laughs> and uh, Hope was not happy, but she wasn't as, 
I think Brooke kind of riled Hope up too a little uh-huh. bit because I think she was worried, but then she was like, "Oh crap, maybe my mom's right." Well, her natural instinct was to be a supportive half-fish sister, stepsister, stepsister. Okay, whatever. To be a supportive stepsister and to be a supportive wife, and she's just a nice, you know, angel on this earth person. So she was like, "Oh my gosh, like yeah, like we don't want to overwhelm her." Like okay, but then Brooke was like, "Nah, this is her way in, girl. Your marriage is over. No, this ain't happening. Cut it off. Cut it off." I know, and man, that was, I don't, I love Brooke, okay? You all know I love Brooke, but the way she went about this was like, whoa, calm down. She just woke up. I was like, Brooke, did you forget you're still trying to get Ridge back right now? Yeah. Because, uh... Because Ridge was getting so aggravated, too. Yeah, I was like, uh, girl, you're in your own battle right now to seem like a nice, caring, forgivable awesome person so that Ridge will come back to you and you're like going full mama bear right now and it's not that I don't agree with you I just also think maybe yeah not right when she wakes up you have to tell her but obviously within like 24 to 48 hours you should tell her but not like the moment she opens her eyes (laughs) (laughs) Like, like like can you let her wake up first before you tell her can we wipe the sleepy sand out of the crevice first? <laughs> yeah, like, wow. And poor Liam. I know I never hardly say poor Liam, but he is visibly uncomfortable. Like, he is uncomfortable with this whole well, thing. Because yeah. he knows he's about to have to have multiple conversations that are going to be, like, really uncomfortable. So he's already nervous. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Yeah, Ugh. I feel bad for him a little, but not that much because he created this um, situation and like he created the dynamic in the first place, <laughs> going part. back and forth all the time. That part. And then, of course, he's being nice. He's playing along. He's like, you know, that's what they're telling him to do. So that's what he's doing. He's playing along. And Brooke does not like this at all. Mm-mm, and she ain't hiding it. She has a feeling ooh, ooh, that she's about to blow Steffi's mind tonight, tonight. <laughs> this, yeah, exactly. This whole episode tri- was triggering. I'm sorry. They were triggering the hell out of me because I was like starting to panic. And I, I felt like I was hope and I was starting to like panic. Like, I can't, I can't do this triangle. I can't do it again. I can't. <laughs> Right, because every time Liam would go in the room with her, Hope's just creeping in, like, the door crevice. Well, not the crevice, but you know how hospitals have those rectangle? Like, it's just that little rectangle sliver window with the, like, um, chicken wire in between the glass. Right. Also, oh, yeah, Sheila's haunted. Ridge tells her to leave. The whole time! Taylor keeps taking up for For Sheila. Sheila, and it's weird, Yeah, and Ridge is a little triggered because he's like, hey, lady, do you not remember I just left my last chick because I was warning her about a person and she like made them be in our life and then something bad happened. And like right now, I don't want this chick around and you're making her be in our lives and um, I'm triggered. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Mm hmm. And she don't she doesn't leave, though. 
She doesn't. Well, of course, she's on like watch, man. She's like, mm, I, I got to be. But it's like, OK, like if Steffi doesn't remember, that's one thing. But like, why would you want to stay around? Because her looking at you, don't you think that's going to make her remember faster? That's what I was thinking. Like, why? No. Why do you want to be there? No, I would be in halfway to Mexico already. Well, even no, even more than halfway, because this has gone on for like days. Mexico is only literally like three hours from where they're at. You know, been gone. Maybe I need to talk to her. I heard Costa Rica, they have no extradition, so she could be safe there. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I heard that. I don't know if it's true. I mean, they're not even suspecting her. Like, she could get pretty damn far right now. Yeah, she could. Honestly, if I didn't see it with my own eyes, I wouldn't have suspected her either. Only because she loves Finn so much. I would be like, if it's just Steffi, I'd immediately say, oh, Sheila did it. But because it was Finn, it was like, oh. But I guess her being around makes you think she didn't do it. Because, okay, if it happened and then she disappeared... Maybe I would think she had something to do with it. Yeah. Because she did love Finn so much. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not a good criminal right now. <laughs> I don't know. She she should leave, though. Yeah. And, oh, there's a little scene where Hope goes in to see Steffi, and Steffi's rude to her because she still thinks that, that they hate each other. Yeah, she was all they're like... they're not getting, getting along. <laughs> She's all, hey. And she was like, oh, hi. And she's like, well, we haven't always gotten along. Yeah. Did you like, shoot me? Surprised you're here. She's about to ask her, like, did you shoot me? <laughs> <laughs> and did then, I finally go too far? So Steffi asked Liam to bring Kelly to the hospital. Mm. And See? Liam mm. goes and gets her. And when he brings her in, Hope is still in the room. Mm. This is where I was like, oh, she's not faking. Because the way she couldn't get over, like, the way Kelly looked. She was expecting her to be a baby. And she came in, like, five years old. And she's like, what the heck? Really? She should expect her to still be in her belly. She looked shook. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe, you know what? I think she really is not remembering yeah, yeah, conspiracy sort of debunked for now. For now. And then, oh my gosh, she was so rude to Hope. She kicked her out of the room. Yeah, she's like, can I just be with my husband and my daughter? Ooh, big flex. And she's like, oh, uh, you want me to leave? And she's like, yeah, uh-huh. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and I guess Liam somehow, like, had somehow told this small child to, like, convinced her to lie to her mom what like how he did that i don't know he's a master manipulator because he did look nervous like he oh was yeah scared she was gonna say finn or hayes's name the whole time because she would have if she was a real child yeah she'd be like where's where's finn like as soon as she was like i'm we're all of us are gonna go home and she'd be like why he lives with hope <laughs> like you know yeah. like kids like there's no way he would have been able to have her keep that secret but okay she was adorable too by the way side note yes i know she looked like if i was gonna like i know it's not their kid i know it's not their kid but i'm leaning more towards like she kind of looks more like liam right she looks like hove and liam's kid yeah Uh, you know what i think they're doing i think they're doing a, a swap where steffi 
is going to have the blonde daughter and Hope's going to have the dark-haired daughter. You know, the reason oh. is because, remember, there's Katie has dark hair. And the brother, the Logan brother that died, he had dark hair. So Storm. there is two dark-haired Logans. Oh. So that's, I'm wondering if they're flipping it, you know, like just, yeah. I don't know, just because. I also feel like this was a missed opportunity for the truth to come out because I feel like he should have just brought in both kids. Yeah. <laughs> because as soon as she saw Hayes, how would she not recognize him? And if she didn't recognize him, like, then you need to tell her. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I'm sorry. But I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm just not that good of a person, but I am not, I would not be okay with, with Joe going to the hospital and taking care of his ex and pretending they're still together. No, no. Uh -uh. First of all, Liam should have stopped by, checked on her and then went and got the kids. Like he shouldn't even be there really, in my opinion. Yeah, no, 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 no. He should have like been the nice dad and been like, I'm going to go pick up Kelly. And also, if you want us to take care of Hayes, oh, Amelia's going to do that. All right, cool. Um, Keep me updated because it's not like they were updating him anyway. He was in a whole different waiting room. And when she woke up, no one even told them. They like walked up and they were like, what? She's awake. Oh, oh, can I go in? And then that's when he was being all puppy dog. Like you could just tell he really wanted to go in the room and like no one was telling him like, oh, yeah, Liam, it's cool. You can go now. Like he was just like sitting there like, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. So like he could have did that at home. Yeah, true. And well, he he did. He did what she wanted. He brought Kelly. He's still pretending. And as all of these things are going on, Brooke and Taylor are still fighting because Brooke thinks it's cruel to not tell her the truth. And Taylor says she's too fragile. It might it might hurt her to tell her the truth. So they have two completely different views. Yeah. Brooke goes for the kill move, though, because she tells her, like, isn't this unfair to Hayes? Doesn't Hayes need his mom right now? Wouldn't she want to be there for Hayes? And you're keeping her from him. Mm -hmm. She even tried that move, but Taylor was not having it. Taylor was not having it. She wasn't. Also, meanwhile, Ridge is basically in the background telling Sheila she needs to leave. Sheila gets offended and is like, I almost killed myself. And he's like, "Okay, look, 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 lady, chill. I didn't I don't want you to kill yourself, per (laughs) se, but I just don't want you to be right here. Yeah. He's like, I'm not trying like I'm I get it. Right. I get it. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but you don't need to be here, like right here. Yeah. Right. Like, and then <laughs> go not kill yourself somewhere else. Right. How about that? Right. And then <laughs> guess who shows up? So you know she's not gonna leave now because <laughs> Deputy Chief Baker shows up again. Yep, he's got questions. He needs to talk to Steffi. Yeah, and Ridge gets all like protective, like, oh, she's too fragile. I don't know. I don't know. You need blah, blah, blah. And Baker's like, look, bro, I've interviewed many a person with many a mental problem. I've got yeah. this. He's like, I know what I'm doing. I, I got this. So weird as hell, all three of them go into Steffi's room. 
So not just Baker, not just Ridge and Baker, but Sheila, Ridge, and Baker go into yeah. the room to question. This didn't make Effie. any sense. And I'm sorry, but Ridge was being more pushy than Baker was. <laughs> I know Ridge was like she's too fragile and then he's the one in there like you gotta remember can you remember who shot you he was about to grab her by her collar and like shake her like and then she like notices Sheila's in the room and she's like uh like what is she doing here what the hell and then it like went to commercial which was like weird or it went weird and then all of a sudden Sheila was like re-walking into the room even though she was already in the room. I don't know. Whatever. So they're still, like, questioning her. And she's just like, uh, I don't, like, I I see. Yeah. I, I, I see <laughs> Sheila's face. Why is she in here? Get her out. <laughs> like, yeah. And then she's like, let me see. Oh, it's just flashes. And she's like, I remember seeing deliveries only sign. And then they're like, who shot you? And I'm like, poor Steffi. <laughs> and then that's how it ends. That's how the weekend with Steph. It's like a cliffhanger because they're like, who shot you? And she's like, I I, I don't, I, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, no. So like, she's just like, what? It was like a weird acid trip. It was like, have you ever like, I don't know, dating myself. If we do have anyone under the age of like 30 listening to us, kaleidoscope. It was a childhood toy it was a tube and you looked into it and it had like weird glassy crystals in the end of it so when you pointed it at a light and you turned it it made like a bunch of different like shapes but they were all colory and kind of tracy like you would see like tracers of the colors um that's what Steffi's like vision was like a kaleidoscope well I don't know guys I don't know no, I don't know. I don't know. I I I don't know. I'm just I want to stick with my conspiracies. They seem funner. <laughs> I know, right? I was I a part of me was thinking, you know what? She's faking. But yeah. after, I don't know when when she, her reaction to Kelly is what changed my mind. Yeah, but I broke that timeline. So it don't <laughs> make sense. I don't know. All right, guys. So that brings us to the end of the episode. Bravo to B&B. Yeah, as always, B&B. We'll be back next week. Of course. So we hope you guys have a great week. Until next time. Bye.